Hi, this is Brennan Davis from Bedrock Games and the Bedrock Blog, and I'm here with Steve Bowden, and this is our inaugural episode of Bloodsport Commando. This is where we basically talk about action movies and martial art movies and martial arts in general. Um, Steve and I are old Taekwondo buddies. Um, you've probably heard him on the podcast at various times. I think he was here for the... Were you here for the Karate Kid discussion that we had, or...? No, I missed that one, but I wanted to be there. Okay, but you've been here on some of the Wuxia stuff, and you've obviously been here on some of the Bedrock Games things and things like that. And uh, but we go way back with with uh, with uh, Taekwondo from way back in like the early two thousands, and, <laughs> and, uh, and and we we have a shared interest in action movies and a, and a fondness for films like The Karate Kid. Uh, but when we did The Karate Kid, I had a I guess I, I made a point about the tournament, and uh, and Steve had a. Steve took issue with some of the points I made, so I, I want to give you the floor to, to sort of give you, you know, we both rewatched the tournament scene. I think, Steve, you watched the whole thing, right? You, uh, Yeah, I watched the whole thing, but I paid particular attention to the tournament scene, yeah. And, uh, and so we're, gonna, we're just going to be basically be reviewing the tournament scene and, and re-examining some of the points I made about it. I, so so why, don't you, why don't you just say what, you, what was on your mind? Okay, yeah. So originally, the kind of the centerpiece of our disagreement was kind of how uh, you felt Daniel was kind of like a, a fluke, you know what I mean? Like, really, he didn't have much business winning, and probably if they fight a bunch of times, he'd probably lose. Whereas I felt like it was more of a stylistic thing where he was really focusing on balance and kind of being like more of a slick fighter. Like, he obviously doesn't have the power of like a Johnny Lawrence or like the athleticism of him. Yeah. But I think it's a good counter because he's like, able to stay balanced and kind of like just dodge and get in these little like pot shots and stuff. And I thought that was a good foil for like Johnny, whereas all the other fighters in the tournament, if you look, they all had like power styles. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's why he was able to like outpower all the other fighters that were trying to do like power things. Whereas Daniel was, you know, because he was using his balance and those kind of things, he was able to counter Johnny's style. Well, and it's funny cause I, uh, um, I think, I think what I actually said was something along the lines of if this tournament were held a hundred times, like this is the one time Daniel would win. And all the other times Daniel would have lost, and and so and 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 I was surprised when you took issue because I assumed you would have felt the same way because I know the way you think about these things. And and Danny's kind of he's like a wimp, you know what I mean? He's like he's physically very weak. He doesn't even have correct posture for like a, a person who you know is involved in this kind of activity. And yeah. and so j- just just like comparing him physically to all the people fighting. Like Johnny Lawrence is bouncing around and looks like he can bench press or maybe not bench press, but he looks like he can, you know, he's athletic, like you were saying. And, yeah. and, and Daniel just is not. But based on what you said, I rewatched the tournament and it did revise my opinion because you did you made that point about him being a counterfighter. And, and back when we did Taekwondo, I was always a counterfighter. So I started looking at it from that perspective. And and I think that's really where he he was able to win the tournament. Is and, and I didn't. I was you know. Also, I noticed they were doing a lot of tricks with the with the with like the point system. Like, in order to make it, in order to add like uh, a uh, you know greater sense of suspense and anticipation of, of you know oh is is Danny gonna win? They they had him back out of the ring repeatedly. Uh, and 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 I guess in my memory, I just interpreted those those moments when he backed out of the ring is him losing a point or is him getting kicked or something. Do you know what I mean? Like it just sort of, uh, read it in hindsight differently. Um, but, but I, I do have to agree with you that now that I've reevaluated, I think you're, you're right. He, uh, he was clearly fighting as a counter fighter. 
I think when he first walked in, like when the that that long shot walk in when he and then he just goes to the first match and he gets he gets like kicked really hard and backs out. That one really sort of set the tone for me, I think, and that's what kind of made me feel like he was losing every match even when he wasn't because he just kind of he just like right out of the gate he just you know just didn't look like a, a real karate guy i guess um, yeah well and it's funny too because obviously you know like i'd be much more likely to be one of the cobra kai guys yeah. than like you know daniel like counterfighting is just not you know kind of how i think but i kind of could appreciate his coordination and i was going to say too even earlier you know when he was doing the stuff with like the soccer ball and stuff like he clearly had like good coordination yep so I think it suited him well because he could, you know, like time things well and, and just have like good balance and all that kind of stuff. No, and also his stance kind of threw me off because he had a really weird stance, which maybe is just it didn't age well. Do you know mm. what I mean? But like it just looked really strange to me. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think you're right. No, I will say this, though. In the fight, one of the I know one of the points we were arguing about was the last fight with Johnny Lawrence and and how I, and I still feel this way. He, it, there are two moments where he could have won the match and he didn't because he was punishing Daniel, and so uh, and there, there's one there's one moment and, and I'm not, not you know, again Steve and I did did Taekwondo we've done other martial arts but I don't think either of us have done point karate so we're not familiar with point karate rules and we're especially not familiar with point karate rules from the early '80s when this film was made, um, but. At one point, Johnny Lawrence punches Daniel in the face, and I guess it was like excessive contact the way he did it. So he didn't get a point for that because they were two and two, I think, at that point. Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to punch in the face. Is that it? Okay. I, I believe so. I don't see anybody else getting punched in the face. It seems like they would be open for a... <laughs> there was another... No, it's, uh, I could have sworn somebody else gets punched in the face during that, but I don't know if the person got the point. But, yeah, I don't recall anybody else getting punched in the face like that. Because like, I feel like if you could, that would be like the dominant strategy. Like, you just get close. And you just... <laughs> I, I feel like... Like in, in Taekwondo, you I think we weren't allowed to punch in the face either. We could punch to the chest and we could kick right. to the you could kick in the face and kick to the head. Right. But I I feel like you should be able to punch to the face in a um in a in a in a, in a tournament like this. But, yeah, um, maybe. But I but then it kind of makes obsolete by kicking. Like why would you ever try to kick someone in the head? You know, like unless you. <laughs> no, I, no. I, in, in Taekwondo, I understand because I understand like the whole point was to sort of prioritize kicking as the style and right. you know you know it, for, it forced you to you know. Uh, and again, one of the things that I think people don't often understand about Taekwondo is it's weird because you can't punch people in the head, but you can back kick them, which can like really hurt somebody badly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and it's not like point karate where point karate is you, you like in, in the karate kid, when you get the point, you go back to your corner and you, you start over again. In Taekwondo, it's more like boxing. You just keep hitting until you, you know, until you win the match basically. Um, Getting but, kicked in the face is no joke. Yeah, <laughs> right. punched. But but just from like experience with other styles, I, I think you're right. If you if you if you're allowed to punch in the face, it would just be it would just be like boxing basically. You just kind of people would just be constantly doing that, and and it would be a different. It would look like a different sport. Right. But, um, but I was going to say, oh, dude, you remember? Oh, sorry. no, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, do you remember too? There was a, another something that also reinforces the no punching to the face thing. Is do you remember there's like a part where like. Uh, like Daniel does something and like, I don't know, him and Johnny kind of end up in like a closed stance, which is like, uh, from like Taekwondo, we call it closed stance. It's like my chest is facing one way and your chest is facing like the other way. And, uh, and, and he's like, together, you're pressed together when that's happening. Yeah. Usually. And he kind of like, 
I, I think he like throws Daniel to the ground. But like obviously, if you could punch in the face in that position, you would just punch the guy in the face. You know what I mean? There'd be yeah. no need to throw him to the ground to try to do it. Like he tries to throw him to the ground and then like act, kick yeah, him. I was, I was really curious about the rules because there's one moment where da- where Daniel throws Johnny on the ground or trips him, and then he yeah. backfists the back of his head into the mat, and it's it's the point where Johnny gets the nosebleed. And I mean that's oh, yeah. that's like way worse than getting punched in the face. Yeah, that's like, like almost sweet, curb yeah. stomping somebody. You know. Yeah. Well, that's one thing I was going to bring up, too, that I, like, um, you know, disagree with the part where, like, Johnny could have won because they felt like if he didn't kind of, like, cheat and, like, kind of give him cheap shots to the legs there, like, to his injured leg, Daniel had all the momentum before they had to, like, take that break when he hit him, you know? No, but to resume my point, what I, but see, the point was, though, they were two and two, and Johnny Lawrence punches him in the face. He could have easily just punched him in the chest or punched him in the head or whatever the viable target was you know for getting a point was mm-hmm. but he just decided to punch as hard as he could and hurt daniel you know, yeah. it, it, so it was like it, it felt to me like he was toying with him and then and then he does the sweep the, and then he sweeps the leg you know what I mean? which he had yeah. to do because he was instructed to do so but yeah. but i feel like if you could sweep the leg you could probably get a point right like well it, i i also felt like he was kind of getting frustrated so i'm wondering how much of that was like you know playing into Daniel Sam's too, where it was like, maybe he could, but he also couldn't because Daniel was kind of like using the, like, art of the void, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like not presenting a good target, so I think Johnny was getting kind of frustrated with like... That, 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 I mean, that's that's plausible. I still think Johnny could have definitely landed a, a point when they were two and two. Okay, but let me ask you this. You think if he hadn't, like, decided to sweep the leg or whatever, do you think Daniel could have just carried the momentum from those other two points he had and, like, hit him again? Like, if there wasn't that pause where he had to go see his sensei and stuff, do you think on the next encounter, like, do you think Daniel could have just, like, hit him yeah. with another one of those counters? I, I think Danny, I think he had a much better shot than I originally was saying, and I think that they demonstrated a number of times that he, he was clearly using – he had one specific counter that he used a lot where he would sort of sidestep and kick to the belly. Mm-hmm. And he had a, he had a, another one where I think he would sidestep and sort of hit somebody in the back or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like a chop thing. yeah, yeah. some kind of, you know – uh, you know, I, I don't know what the, the technique was, but, but, but yeah, so I, I think he had a chance. Um, I, I definitely think he could have done it. Um, and, and also I do want to apologize for the sound quality here. I, I don't have my normal mic with me, so there's a little bit of background noise and I think I'm getting some echo on Steve's end, but, um, but, uh, next, next, next time around we'll have the normal mic. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, I think he had a shot. I just feel like Johnny threw the match away. Do you know what I mean by, by the excess of contact and following his sensei's command to sweep the leg? Uh, yeah. See, I, I think if they, I mean, he may have, but I felt like Danny created that situation, and also he had like an injured leg, so like I kind of feel like the athleticism of his counters would have been even better. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I, I think I think within the context of the movie they made and the characters they had, you're right. Like this is the only way to get a character like Daniel to to plausibly win a tournament like this. Right, right. But I think that, I think the movie actually does sort of, it undercuts that by really making him look like a wuss in a number of key tournament scenes where he's backing out of the ring. And it just, it creates the overall impression that he was losing the whole time to me. And it wasn't, and it wasn't until you pointed out, you know, no, he's countering, he's fighting in a balanced way. And I was really paying attention that, that I, you know, and again, keep on this movie I've seen a bunch of times, so it's not like, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's not like uh, this is a scene that I watched once and misunderstood it. I, 
I think I think a lot of people come away with that impression from from these scenes. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It, it, it kind of reminds me of like the Ali fight, you know? Which Ali fight? The... When when Ali fought um, uh, what's it, the Rumble in the Jungle? Oh, what was Foreman, that? The Foreman fight. Yeah, like, Foreman. Yeah, because it, you and I watched that fight and it was interesting. Like it, you know, and I'd like to watch it again actually to see if I still have that same opinion or if I have revised it at all. But when you and I watched it, I remember we both felt like. It didn't look like Foreman was winning, but you always hear like Foreman was winning the whole time, and then like yeah. Ali kind of just rope and doped him and won. Where I felt like the whole time Ali was like, you know, Foreman wasn't able to land cleanly, and Ali was kind of like using his jab and like working him and stuff, and then he finally just, you know, was able to bring him down. Yeah, because and also I think you see it like in the the movie Ali. I think they kind of that's the that's sort of the narrative that they use, if I remember, is the fights presented in that way, and also that's usually that's the normal accounts from like George Foreman and from number of other people and i think i think it's one of these things where it's kind of like that's sort of the memory people have of the fight but then when you go back and you actually watch it it it, it, it definitely is different so and i think it's 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 exactly like you're saying here like they created an, an overall impression and that's what i was sort of basing my 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 uh recollection of it on um i'd like yeah, to see so, if they fought if they fought again because my working theory is if they fought again, Daniel would win again. Okay, I mean, I think I think he had a I think he had a much fairer chance than I originally thought. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know that he would definitely win, but I think that he he clearly is using tactics that work, mm-hmm. and and he clearly actually understands karate way more than I thought he did. Because I was looking at some of the stuff he was doing. Those, there were some pretty intricate movements in there that he was using. Yeah. They well, that free move to Johnny was like a really cool, like actual tactical thing where he kind of like sweeps him and then hits him in the back of the yeah. head. It's like, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that seems complicated to me. That doesn't seem like a, you know, that's something like, like if, if, if anybody's ever, you know, sparred for the first time, like, because how many months did he train for this tournament? It wasn't that long, right? No, yeah, it wasn't that long. I don't remember the exact amount of time. I think it was like three months or something. But it was or... like a really short period of time to be considered a black. Like, yeah, like the black belt level of competition is so much higher than like the the, the color belt level of competition. Yeah, and it normally takes people years to get up. You know, at least three years, like minimum, to get to a black belt level. And, right. And so three months or six months, however long it was, that's a very short period of time to get to the the, the level he was at. And mm-hmm. uh, um. And I, I think that uh, I forgot what my point was here. I was I was going somewhere with this. You were saying how he was like more advanced than you like oh, thought he would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you if you've ever you know sparred or anything, like it's really hard to do basic moves, like really basic things, like moving around and and you know just doing a roundhouse kick or whatever. You know, whatever, depending on whatever your style is, it might be a different assortment of kicks, but. But it's it's really difficult when you first go like the first. Th- my point is the first three months of training, you are horrible, and and you're not landing anything, and you're unable. You, you you're lucky to get yourself into position to kick cleanly or land a clean shot, let alone land a combo like he did in the uh, in you know. So 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 I think I think it's it's fair to say he he was more skilled than I thought he was. Um, I thought it was interesting too in the in the new series, the one they had on like uh, what is it, YouTube Red or whatever it was. I thought it was interesting where they had that kind of like encounter where they were like about to fight, and Johnny kind of like made a move, and Daniel kind of like just spun him quickly. Like yeah. I thought that was a cool like indication of like okay, see like you know you try to use your power, but he's gonna like reverse it. I just thought that was kind of a cool moment. Yeah, no, 
again, I, 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 I think, uh, well, well, number one, when is Cobra Kai season two coming on? Is that something that, that we've heard any news on yet? Um, I haven't, but I haven't really been looking into it either, but that'll be a cool thing to check out. And that'll be interesting. They do have them fight. Yeah. I, I gotta say one of the things that I'm, I, 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 I know we did the karate kid not too long ago, but like, I was really surprised at how good of a movie it was. Uh, so I, I definitely want to watch it again before the s- second season of, uh, of Cobra Kai. Because mm-hmm. I don't think I watched it before the first season of Cobra Kai. I think I might have... Uh, maybe I did. I can't remember. And there's probably a record of me saying whether I did or not. But yeah. I have a feeling I might not have. Or I only watched it once. But, uh, but I'd like to watch it again before Cobra Kai 2 comes out. Another thing that I noticed too that I mean, I'm sure we commented on before, but the comedic timing of, timing of Mr. Miyagi in that scene, the only, there's like one little moment where the, the guy asks him, like he says, you're only allowed to have like your trainer and the student and Daniel creates the lie of, oh, he only speaks Japanese. Right. Yeah. The whole thing where he, he uh, and, it all, and, and so Mr. Miyagi's pretending that he can't speak English and then the guy says, thank you to him and he says, you're welcome and he walks yeah. away. And, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I thought Favorito played a you know a good part and like you know it, it's a good movie. I, I do find that putt putt scene is like a bit brutal, <laughs> where they're like having that whole romance part where they're like like they're having the date and like it's like a montage. Oh, well, that's <laughs> typical eighties movie. No, it, it is, but it was just like I don't know for some reason it just feels like particularly brutal. Like I don't know, like I'm getting all ripped up for a tournament and then it's like I don't know this love montage. Okay, just, you know. Yeah, I guess. So, so would you have been fine with a training montage? Would that have worked for you? I, I always like training montages, you know. So maybe that's just my own bias. What's, what's your favorite training montage? I think Rocky has some really good ones. Like I always find his are cool. Like uh, I'm trying to think. I really like the one from Rocky Four actually, where he's like training up and like. Yeah, no, that's the one I was gonna say. Rocky yeah, yeah, Four. that's. What I'm always like, man, I gotta like go out and work out or something, you know. I think Rocky Four because number one, I was. How, what what year did that come out? That come out eighty five. I'm not sure. Rocky Four was it that early eighty five? I think it was. I think it was eighty five, maybe eighty six. Let me see. Because um, hmm. I was in um, I I was in elementary school when that came out, hmm. uh, and 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 it, and it was yeah it was eighty five, and hmm. it was on HBO all the time, like mm-hmm. all the time. So I just watched it constantly. And, yeah. And and I you know and I and I was a fan of the Rocky movies. And so, the, but that's that that montage is just like stuck in my head, and, uh, but but I think it's a good montage. I, I, you know, it, it it's good because it's sort of like it encapsulates like what what Rocky kind of became by that point in the series. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like you could just basically sum up the whole movie in a montage, pretty much. Um, yeah, I also think the Bloodsport one was really cool. Well, we're gonna cover Bloodsport uh, probably next week. I'm I'm hoping. Right, I thought that was a good lead-in. Yeah. yeah. So no, no, we're gonna. So the idea of this show again is, you know, we're calling it Bloodsport Commando because basically the first two movies I want to do are Bloodsport and Commando, and then from there, that's sort of the that establishes the parameters of what the show is about, and, and then uh, and then we'll we'll get into some other topics. So so yeah, so so save your thoughts on the Bloodsport uh, montage for. Oh yeah, for sure. Just mentioning it as uh, you know, good one. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, I I, I think. Um, I, I didn't mind the love montage. I thought that the the love storyline, and, and again, I'm going by memory because I did, I just watched the tournament scene today. But mm-hmm. the, the love stuff in in Karate Kid, I thought really rounded out the movie. 
and balance it out. Because I think if you take out the Alley storyline, it really it would deflate everything else. Like the whole feud with Johnny like hinges on on that storyline. Yeah, I didn't I didn't mind it as much. Maybe it was something about the placement, or I don't know. Just like it, it like dragged a bit. Okay, well that point for me. If if you if you can make it on to the Cobra Kai two discussion, we'll have a chance to resume uh, and reevaluate that and see if uh, and see if if, if 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 either of us can change the other person's mind about it. But um, <laughs> which is unlikely. No, this is a rare occurrence. Don't get used to me and Steve uh, being in a situation where we one person convinces the other because it's very rare. Um, so. But but yeah, so I, I think um, I think in this case though you you convinced me um, with 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 the with the caveat that I still feel like Johnny threw away you know the match just by kind of tormenting Danny a little right. too much and, and, and you know and again it was still really close though because they were two and two and clearly Daniel could have gotten a point as well so it wasn't right. like it wasn't right. like oh it was all in Johnny's corner but he right, right. and he, had a hurt leg yeah no he had a hurt leg that's that's you know. <laughs> so, you know, Mr. Miyagi used the, uh, uh, you know, the magic, so. <laughs> the clap and rub the hands thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, uh, another thing about this one, though, this tournament is like the most professional-looking high school karate tournament. <laughs> if, if, again, it, like, I mean, they kind of got some, like, again, you know, ta- we, we, we in Taekwondo, it's a little different than karate, but it's basically a similar type of setup, I think. I can't imagine that it, that the, the that the, the amount of resources available to karate tournaments are all that much different. Um, in fact, I would maybe think that Taekwondo, just knowing the way that it's operated might have some more resources, but, uh, but, but I, but I feel like, uh, I don't know, like it's, it, this was like a dimly, like the, the atmosphere was very dark, like it was very dimly lit and the PA system was glorious and the announcers sounded like professional announcers and everything was just perfectly structured and, and went went to plan, and that's and just, they filled the stadium too. What was that? <laughs> they filled the stadium too. Like the whole place was like packed with people wanting yeah. to see karate. Yeah, yeah, because well, and they kind of make fun of that in the show because they're like, "Oh no, it was a really big thing back in the day in this particular location." Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, like at a real tournament, there's like, I mean, we went to what was it called, the Jong Yin uh, University. One, what was the what was the big one? That was a pretty what, big one. Harvard, yeah, the yeah. invitation one. Yeah, that was a pretty big one, and there yeah. was still like nobody in the stands, like you know, <laughs> comparatively, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was better than most of them, but like that, you know. Uh, yeah. So like the the um, you know the, the, this this was this was, uh, but again, maybe it was the early '80s. I remember as a kid in the '80s, martial arts were a lot more popular, so maybe a tournament at that time would have had more people in the in the in the stands but i i still think this was a little bit more than you i mean it, it's better than like football do you know what i mean like the right. it, so and again those announcers were just way too perfect you're not going to get announced like that at any any tournament i've been to that would have been cool though if you know if we had that would have been pretty neat i mean if you go to like a thing where people are getting paid money do you know what i mean like if it's like a like an MMA tournament or something or some like you'll see stuff like that, I think. But I just feel like at the, you know, it's all volunteers at, at, at things like this. So, yeah. But, uh, but I don't know, maybe, maybe it was such a big deal, you know, in 1984 in Southern California that, that they, that they had money to spend. 
You know? Maybe it's got a whole council governing it and everything else. <laughs> well, they do have. I mean, we had a council. We had in Taekwondo. I, I was a delegate one time at the uh, at one of the voting things they held. One of the, <laughs> one of the elections. <laughs> um, but uh, but but it was it was like the the way it was set up is I think each of the masters of the different schools were were part of like they each had a vote on this committee. This mm-hmm. is how it worked. Um, but that was just, and that was just our organization. Like there were other Taekwondo organizations. Um, but, but yeah, so that part I buy because people like institutions. They like having bylaws. In fact, that was one of the things that came up when I was a delegate. There was a guy there who was like invoking every bylaw in the, in the thing. And he was like the only non-Korean there. And it was, yeah. and he was like this thorn in their side it was, I don't know, I, I don't, I, I, it was years ago and I don't want to repeat things that were, that are inaccurate. So I won't go into it more than that, but okay. it, was, it was, it was pretty amusing. Um, but yeah, so, so I don't know. I think uh, the idea of this show is we want to talk about these kind of movies, but we also kind of want to talk about martial arts and stuff like that sometimes. So if anybody has any thoughts or feedback, feel free to send it in. Um, and as you can see, the, the, we want like a laid back structure, structure much more laid back than the other programs that we do here. Mainly because me and Steve, we've known each other so long that I feel like we can probably manage, uh, you know, conversation without any kind of structure. And a structure would make it feel artificial. Um, so, so yeah. So Bloodsport is going to be next. In fact, I might watch Bloodsport tonight if I can. If I can find it, is that on streaming service Bloodsport right now? I'm sure you can find it. That's well, I have it on DVD too. If you ever need it, that's like my favorite movie. So okay, okay, yeah. I'll, I mean, I, if I have to, I'll get it on DVD. But um, but I'm I'm sure it's around somewhere. Um, oh, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll probably watch it tonight. It's 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 de- it's between that and Doctor Who. Uh, after I finish my writing, oh, it's definitely be blood sport. And uh, and and then we'll do Commando. And then I don't know. I I'm thinking. I, I mean, I might want to do a, a nice middle ground might be a kickboxer with Van Damme because that kind of gets back into some of the stuff with Bloodsport. And, but I'd also like to do some action-y stuff. And, um, yeah. and I think we should also do Best of the Best. I think oh, that's, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, um, I like anyone. I think, I think it's a cool conversation to be able to like, I don't know if anyone else is interested in it, but I'm always like, hmm, like it's interesting they were doing this, like, or this was, you know, like they were doing this kind of thing stylistically when they fight. Because I always find it interesting where I'm like, that would never work. You know, like sometimes I see something like, why would he do that? Well, Best of the Best is interesting because it's a Taekwondo one. And it right. it kind of takes, I don't know, I guess you could say the choreography takes a certain number of liberties. Though a lot, though apparently Chuck Liddell like loves that movie, I think. Does he? Yeah, that's like his, I think Chuck Liddell, somebody, some UFC fighter, that's like his favorite movie. Well, well to me it's really funny because like Tommy Lee and like the Koreans in that movie are all like, Super like legit, like I totally buy that. Like all the stuff they're doing, I'm like yeah, that's like looks like deadly stuff. And like these guys definitely know what they're doing. And all the Americans, like Eric Roberts and stuff, I'm just like I don't think that would ever work. What's um what's his name's brother that was in it? Um, uh, Sean Penn's brother, yeah. yeah Chris, uh, Penn Chris Penn, yeah. What about yeah. him? <laughs> I mean, he basically is just like some big brute. I don't even think they really show his fight. They just show him like striking the bricks and you know whatever. He 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 seemed a little too out of shape. For me, for like, I agree. Like, not not that we didn't have people like that in Taekwondo. You had people that were out of shape, but you never would have had somebody that out of shape get to the national team. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's <laughs> I agree. Like, because Taekwondo is like a thin man sport. It's not like, uh, right. you know, like the the, the the ideal physique is tall, long limbed, lean. You know, you want people with a good reach, 
and and so uh, you know a, a, a person of that uh, uh, you know that shape it was just and also just the conditioning you know you need to be in really good condition and and I remember in that movie I'm pretty sure that guy like kept getting tired when they were training and would like you know kind of try to take a break or whatever when they were sparring and I just don't think that that sort of thing flies at the Olympic level of <laughs> yeah I wouldn't think so so but but we'll talk about that when we get to it yeah um, so yeah so we've been going on for 30 minutes so I'll let people go I do want to remind people House of Paper Shadows is available in print and PDF I really think folks should pick it up it's a really really good adventure Steve knows because Steve's been through it in fact I wrote this almost at Steve's request it was like a, <laughs> Steve told me he was going to take out the House of Paper Shadows and I was like okay give me some time give me like a month and I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it together. And that's what led to the, the module being written. So, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so it's a really good module, and it's a really creepy module, and and, and it's 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 not that high price. It's like 20 bucks, and the PDF is, I think, like seven ninety nine. And And if you do buy it, if you like it, let people know, because, you know, that's the, the, the biggest hurdle for us is getting word of mouth out there. So every review, every post, every every just, you know, mention of us anywhere is always helpful. And so we'll be back on. Again, this is uh, Bloodsport Commando. And until then, we will talk to you later.